Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 113, Saturday night. Northeastern Ohio. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show Saturday night live on Log Talk Radio. I am, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends call me Dr. A, and you can always find me at dranonymous.com, dranonymous.net, which brings you to my Facebook fan page. I want to thank everybody out there who is become the Facebook fans of the show. I greatly appreciate that. And uh, also, you can find me at dranonymous.org. If you write uh, to uh, my iTunes page, uh, where you can subscribe right to this show. So very exciting about that. Uh, right off the bat here, I do want to give a little hi and hello to people in the chat room, and if people are uh, having a little bit of uh, difficulty getting into the chat room tonight, I haven't heard that yet, but uh, just hang in there. You'll get in here soon. And uh, to join our friends here, Cop and uh, J-Man and Kimmy and Liz and the Autobox. The Autobox show is coming back again here this evening at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight here in the Eastern time zone. And also uh, Ben from the Woodshed Crew, who is probably, probably watching the uh, Cleveland Browns game going on right now. We will be probably getting running commentary uh, on the Browns game here uh, tonight. So thank you all for joining me. Uh, of course, tonight is Saturday night, uh, August 29th, 2009, and it is uh, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And if I can uh, maybe... Uh, have my friends in the chat room uh, there uh, give me a little heads up on how the sound is tonight. If you joined us last week, uh, you uh, remember that I was very frustrated last week with this sound here. Uh, I don't know if it's a Block Talk radio problem or a Skype problem, so what's happening here tonight, my Thursday show, uh, show 112, was my uh, two-year anniversary show here on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, I did listen to the archives on that, and the uh, the sound uh, was a lot better there. So, uh, so some uh, thumbs up there in the uh, in the chat room there. Thank you, uh, thank you, Kimmy, and thank you, Liz. So as we uh, get going here, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here again this evening, and uh, for those of you who are new to the show. Uh, uh, especially on the archives there, you're probably wondering, yes, I am a uh, a real physician. 
and I am a family physician, full-time private practice here in beautiful Northeastern. And I've had this show here for two years now. So thank you for all of you who uh, continue to support the show. I very much uh, appreciate that. If you want your uh, five minutes of fame, the five minutes of fame line here is uh, 646-716-9514. And if you're in the chat room and you need my little uh, webcam uh, icon next to my name there, uh, I was having problems again uh, tonight with the... uh, with the uh, radio interface to my webcam. So I am on Ustream again this evening. You can get there through uh, TV, And I see here that I have uh, four people there uh, who are watching, watching me. Uh, so thank you uh, for that. So uh, trying to... Uh, get to all of the interaction here that you can here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I think I will take my uh, first break here, getting all that stuff out of the way. And I do want to give everybody a heads up. Well, uh, I'll tell you after the break, then. We will, uh, we will continue here right after this uh, quick break. And I will show everybody my uh, Starbucks here on the break. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Dr. Anonymous show. A featured speaker here at the World Expo MedBlogger Meetup, October 15th, 2009, and at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Find out more information at AmeriJapan and click on the tab Blog World. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. like to pet fuzzy animals? You do? Have I got a show for you. A show full of llamas, Puerto Ricans, and fat guys. That's right. It's the Woodshed Radio Show every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, and just remember, the llamas are optional. Thanks for stopping by. Bring a bit out. Yes, that's right. Lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. And I do want to give another shout-out here to our good friend uh, Ben and also Jesse, who's joining us in the chat room there. Excuse me. They have the uh, Woodshed Radio Show Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you've got to join them tomorrow night. It's going to be a good one. We're going to have comedian Kevin Kraft. 
His credentials uh, include uh, Last Standing, and uh, that is a great, great booking for them. So that's going to be a good time, and uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you know, if I ever had a comedian on this show, I, I would uh, – a big challenge. My big challenge would be to uh, make the comedian laugh because it's their job to so if I uh, if I could do that, that'd be that'd be a good time. So yes, it is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Annie and Burl time, 7 p.m. And if you're in, and 6 p.m. Kimmy time on Sunday night, the Woodshed Radio Show comedian Kevin Kraft from the Last Comic Standing. But tonight, tonight, kids. We're not done here with tonight because because uh, top of the next hour this is this is only the appetizer this is only the uh, the warm up show coming up at the top of the next hour is of course the Andy and Burl live show talk radio 10 p.m. Eastern 9 p.m. Central that's going to be a good time and of course 9 p.m. Pacific this is what I'm calling for lack of a better term the nine o'clock. 9 Eastern is this show, 9 Central is Andy and Burl, 9 Mountain Time, who cares? But 9 Pacific Time is our good friend, uh, the Auto Box. So uh, don't go anywhere in front of your uh, computer here tonight. You're going to have a good time, good information, good entertainment. What more do you need? As I get started here this evening, as, uh, as I, you may have heard or as I may have told you, Yes, I am saving lives this weekend. I am on call and going to be showing the uh, the chat room. The uh, this is the magic pager right there. That is uh, what determines what I do here this evening. And if you pay attention to my Twitter, twitter.com/slash/drunk. We've been kind of knowing what I've been doing today. And uh, so yeah, so I was working this morning and. Uh, uh, at the, at the yeah. afternoon, uh, I, I played uh, soccer doc. And for those of you who don't know, I am the uh, team physician for our high school boys soccer team. Went to, went to that game there, and uh, uh, in the middle of the game, had to you know answer some calls, answer some pages there, and uh, you know trying to balance the the work life and the fun life there with uh, hanging out with the with the guys, with the boys. On the soccer team there, so that was uh, that was kind of fun, and uh, I had to head back to the hospital after uh, after to take care of some business there. Uh, but still, still manage to make it to the show here this evening. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens here. I uh, I only scheduled this show for thirty minutes. Uh, but uh, if I press my luck to get a lot of calls or any calls during this time, I may uh, bump out the show here a little bit, getting you ready for the tower for the Indian Borough Live show here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, we're getting uh, <laughs> getting some updates here in the chat room. And if you're listening on the archives here, you know you have to you have to join this show live. We're getting data here from uh, from our good friend Ben. Uh, Tennessee Titans 7, Cleveland Browns 
six. So we have some points on the board there. And our good friend Kimmy here just made a new purchase of a of an automobile, a Honda Civic 2006. she's been she was <laughs> she she asked for some advice from her Twitter followers, who she calls minions, about what uh, <laughs> what. What uh, what car to get? So uh, she she is updating feverishly updating people in the chat room there uh, right now. So uh, I think what we'll do now is we'll uh, we'll cover some news stories here and uh, we'll see what you think about these. Let me get my music here. This is the Doctor Anonymous News. So did you hear about this? So this came from the news this week. Internet addicts get first U.S. treatment clinic. That's right. This is from uh, Life Science. Hardcore Internet junk have their own version of the Betty Ford Clinic. The Heavens Field Retreat Center, located in Falls City, Washington. Of course, it's Washington State. <laughs> Claims to be the first U.S. inpatient uh, treatment center to treat Internet, video game, and texting addictions. Enrollment in the clinic's 45-day Internet addiction recovery program called Restart costs roughly $14,500. The program is designed to wean patients off the Internet by combining traditional talk therapy with social skills training, such as lessons in conversation techniques and dating. Patients also feed goats, goats, (laughs) maybe llamas too, I don't know, raise chickens and do home maintenance work as a way of getting reoriented with the offline world. The clinic's first patient is a 19-year-old boy from Iowa who admitted being hooked on online game World of Warcraft. Well, you know, I can't blame him for that. Have you played World of Warcraft? Wow, as the kids call it. That is pretty addicting. While it may seem like an extreme, not to mention pricey way to get unplugged, Stuart Fishoff, a psychologist and editor at the Journal of Media Psychology, believes the rehab approach can be helpful. <laughs> this is this quote. For patients in clinical settings, exposing them to friendly animals has had a very positive effect, said Fishoff, who is not affiliated with the new clinic. The purpose here is to get the patient to experience gratification from something that doesn't require an Internet connection. So giving the patient someone who needs them, appreciates them, and doesn't judge them allows them to reach out to the flesh and blood world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're treating this with goats and chickens. Yeah. Fourteen five. Yeah. And you can set me up uh, you can sign me up for that one. Uh, so uh and next, let's see if I can find my next news story here. If, if I was organized, I might, I might be dangerous. 
Uh, staying in the Pacific Northwest, the story is from the Seattle Times. Is death knocking at your door? Check the odds on the web. Actually, this is from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The Internet is full of information, oddities, porn, porn, and now thanks to a developed by researchers and students at the Carnegie Mellon University, a way for users to determine their chances of dying within the next year. The website officially unveiled Thursday was immediately so popular it quickly recorded 3 million hits and temporarily shut down for two hours because of server problems. www.deathriskrankings.com One of our taglines is, Death has never been so much fun, says Paul Fishbeck, site developer and professor of social, social and decision sciences, Engineering and Public Policy at Carnegie Mellon. I study risk, financial, environmental, health, uh, and safety. I've done all those things, Fishbeck explained. One of the big risks we have is dying. It's always hanging over us. When you look at death statistics, there is uh, infant mortality and life expectancy. There's a lot in between. If you really want to know the statistics for you personally, but you might die and have a hard time trying to find it. We wanted to develop a site to allow you to do that. <laughs> In addition to the fun learning of your risk of dying within the next year or next five, 10, 20, or 30 years, and what is your likely cause of death will be, the website allows users to compare mortality risk by gender, age, cause of death, geographic region, including the United States and Europe. So, so it's uh, deathriskrankings.com. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's see. A pager check here. Let me give another uh, another roll call here to the uh, best people on the planet, the people here in my chat room. We have copy of Jesse. We have Girl007. Thank you for joining us. We have a guest. We have J-Man, Kimmy, Liz, Autobox, Sammy Bo, and our good friend Ben, who has given us an update. Touchdown, Cleveland Browns. That's right. Very excited about that. Uh, did you hear about this story? People in Utah, people in Utah, can now practice DUI jail call. <laughs> this is from our friends at the Associated Press. Salt Lake City, Utah. In Utah, if you don't get arrested driving, you still might have to call your mom from jail, sort of. The Utah Highway Patrol and some local bars hope letting people practice an uncomfortable call from the local lockup will help dissuade Drinking and driving. A phone number has been set up to uh, recreate what it would feel like to make such a call. After dialing one eight seven seven jail phone, one eight seven seven jail phone, the caller is given the option to talk to a hysterical mother or a disapproving father, among others. A pre-recorded message then plays one end of what the conversation might sound like with the caller 
filling in the other half. Slogans associated with the campaign include getting a DUI is easy, calling your mom from jail is hard. The campaign runs through September 7th. So I wonder how that would go. I, mean, I, should, I should try to call like that and see, uh, see what people say about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Let me, do a, let me do a pager check here. So those of you who don't know, I am on call. I am saving lives here this weekend. And uh, right now I am tempting fate by being on the air right now. So uh, I think I'm doing okay right now. I think I will. Uh, I think I will bump out the show here a little bit here because we're uh, we're counting down here. So we'll uh, we'll try bumping out the show here and see what happens. Because I know all of you want to hear more news stories because uh, that's what I do. If you want to get on the air right now, the number here is six four six seven one six nine five one four. Let me know what you're doing here this Saturday night. Because we're getting ready for the top of the year, uh, the Annie and Burl live here on Blog Talk Radio, and also at uh, midnight Eastern time, our good friend, the Auto Box, will be going live from the West Coast of America. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I bumped out the show here a little bit. So did you hear about this story? If I can get it loaded up here. Detroit made a woman's car on first date. That's right. From our friends at the Associated Press from Ferndale, Michigan. People in Michigan say a first from bad to worse when a Detroit man skipped out on the restaurant bill and stole his date's car. Police say 23-year-old Terrence De- Dewan McCoy had dinner with a woman April 24th at Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, I love the, I got to say, I love the Buffalo, I love the Buffalo Wild Wings. I go there often. And uh, for people who who follow me on Twitter, you can see I go there, I don't know, times a month. Anyway, so police say 23-year-old Terrence had dinner with a woman April 24th at the BW3 in a Detroit suburb of Ferndale. The woman says uh, the two met a week earlier at a Detroit casino, and she McCoy only as Chris. The woman told police that McCoy said he left his wallet in her car and asked for the keys. He then sped away in the 2000 Chevrolet Impala. The day of the Tribune of Royal Oak reports that police identified McCoy by a photo he sent to the woman's cell phone and his phone number. McCoy is charged with unlawfully taking the car, a five-year felony. He waived a preliminary exam and was found over for trial this week. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that is, uh, that's kind of interesting there. So uh, right now, let me uh, take another little break here. I'll take another little sip of coffee from my Starbucks cup here. If you want to see me doing that, just go to DrAnonymous.tv, and there are six people there right now. Uh, 
partaking of the webcam here. Uh, and it's through Ustream because I had difficulty with the uh, Blog Talk Radio interface uh, this evening. So, uh, but uh, you can get over there by typing in uh, DrAnonymous.tv, and uh, I will uh, take a little bit of a break, catch my breath, have a sip of my coffee here, check my pager, and uh, we will be right back here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Dr. Show, lowering your blood sugar one point at a time. That's what we do here because I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Welcome back Saturday nights here on the show. And uh, I want to welcome everybody to my chat room here. And uh, Ben is giving us the play-by-play uh, updates there for the Cleveland Browns game 22-7. And also welcome to Tammy, to the Auto Box, Liz, Kimmy, J-Man, a guest, Girl007, Dr. Blockstein's here gracing our show here tonight. Welcome, Jesse, and also our good friend Cop is uh, joining us here uh, this evening on the show. So thank you for uh, for joining us here. So uh, uh, this is kind of interesting, I found out. You know, I'm not one to, uh, you know, peruse or to look at the uh, Reader's Digest, uh, but somebody sent me this link here, which I thought was uh, very uh, interesting. 13 things a burglar won't tell you. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, and I thought these, these are these are kind of interesting. I will uh, I will drop this uh, link here in the chat room as well. Uh, the first thing is, of course, I look familiar. I was just here last week cleaning your carpets, painting your shutters, or delivering your new refrigerator. 
Number two, hey, thanks for telling me to use the bathroom where I was working in your yard last week. While I was there, I unlatched the back window to make my return a little easier. Uh, yes, I really do look for newspapers piled up in the driveway, and I might leave a pizza flyer in your front door to see how long it takes you to remove it. If it snows while you're out of town, get enabled to create a car and foot tracks into the house. Virgin drifts in the driveway are a dead giveaway. If uh, decorative glass is part of truth, don't let your alarm company install the control pad where I can see if it's set. That makes it too easy. It's raining, you're fumbling with your umbrella, and you forget to lock your door. Understandable. But understand this, I don't take a day off because of bad weather. I first, if you answer, I'll ask for directions somewhere or offer to clean your gutters. Don't take me up on it. Do you really think I won't look in your sock drawer? I always check dresser drawers, the bedside table, and the medicine cabinets. Now, this is interesting. You're right. I won't have enough time to break into that safe where you keep your valuables. If it's not bolted down, I'll just take it with me. Uh, a loud TV or radio can be a better deterrent than the best alarm system. If you're reluctant to leave your TV on while you're out of town, you may buy a $35 device that works on a timer and simulates the flickering glow of a real television. Uh, so, uh, so those are interesting, interesting tips <laughs> and advice. Uh, that a uh, burglar will not tell you. Now, did you hear the thing about Pluto? I, I well, when I was actually writing blog posts, which I don't do that much anymore, I had this big thing about Pluto. I was I was very upset about this whole Pluto thing. I'm probably, but since it's my show, I'm going to talk about it. This is from CNN. What's a planet? Debate over Pluto rages on. For one of the farthest, coolest places in the solar system, Pluto sure stirs a lot of hot emotions right here on Earth. It was three years ago Monday that the International Astronomical Union demoted Pluto from a planet to a dwarf planet, a decision that made jump around the world, including mine. <laughs> An outcry followed. Textbooks had to be rewritten. Long-held beliefs were shattered, and many people felt our cosmic neighborhood just didn't the same way with eight instead of nine planets in the solar system. Today, debate still rages on on how to classify the little body, along with others orbiting the sun, but the IAU stands by its definition. I think that most of the astronomical community has come to terms for now <laughs> that the solar system has a continuous... De- I can't read this. It's, it's, that, that's too much to read. <laughs> I'll read the second quote. We know now that what we call different objects has not necessarily changed with time. 
Wow, there's a joke there. I just can't uh, can't find it. Don't tell that to Pluto fights. Pluto fights. Pluto fights. That's what they're calling Pluto supporters. Pluto fights. Wow. Don't tell that to Pluto fights. Still seething about the decision. Some are even taking action. Earlier this year, the Illinois Senate, the Illinois Senate, like they don't have enough to do, adopted a resolution. Well, I mean, you know, it's Illinois. <laughs> Only freaks live in Illinois. I'm just saying. Earlier this year, the Senate adopted a resolution declaring that Pluto was unfairly downgraded and restoring full planetary status of the celestial body passes overhead through the Illinois night skies. Wow. <laughs> it gets better. It also dates 13, 2009 as Pluto Day, in honor of the date its discovery was announced in 1930. <laughs> it gets better. Meanwhile, New Mexico's House of Representatives, February 18, 2009, as Pluto is a planet in New Mexico Day. And praise, praise this guy for the work in his day. I can't go on with this. This is just nuts. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Pluto. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's Pluto. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she was, I, I just, yeah, yeah, very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> How about this one? Dateline, New York City. New York City? <laughs> Some guests at a New York City hotel near an elevated park have been offering unobstructed themselves. Guests at the Standard Hotel in Manhattan keep failing to close the curtains as they frolic naked in front of their room's floor-to-ceiling windows, easily viewed from the High Line Park below. The park recently opened atop an abandoned elevator rail line, the title of this article is uh, New Park Offers X-Rated Views of New York City Hotel Guests. I'm not making this up. City Council Speaker, City Council Speaker, Christine Quinn has called the hotel's window action unacceptable. Aaron Lippman works in the neighborhood and says the shows are healthy and fun. He says they're like TV's wild kingdom. The hotel issued a statement Monday saying its managers will try to remind guests of the transparency of the windows. The hotel won an award from the Municipal Arts Society for Best Building Erected last year. Yes, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not making that up. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that is uh that's good stuff. Uh let's yeah, I'm gonna there's even a link here for this there. 
There it is there, kids. There's probably like a 30-second delay. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that is, that's it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see what I have here. What else I have here? Oh, this is one of the stories I wanted to cover last week here before my trick. My tragic closing down of the show because of audio problems. This is from Cleveland, Ohio. That's right, Cleveland, Ohio. Saturday, August 22. Police said a Cleveland barber became so upset by what he considered bad jerky. Bad beef jerky. He returned where he bought it and tried to rob the owner. Police said 28-year-old Barber walked into the store where he bought the snack, the bad beef jerky, just two doors down from his barber shop and tried to rob it earlier in the week. The owner told the man he recognized him and chased him outside with the baseball bats. Probably one of those Cleveland Indians ball bats. The first police officer who arrived on the scene was also familiar with the barber because he cuts the officer's hair. Police arrested the man at his friend's house a few miles away where she was having her own bad beef jerky, if you know what I'm talking about. The barber told police the stick jerky he bought sickened him and his dog. That was the that was the deal breaker right there. If you mess with the guy's dog, uh, it gets mad at you. If it was his girlfriend, he wouldn't really probably give a crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, jeez. Man, should I keep going? I will throw it out to the chat room if I should keep going. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me do a pager check here. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, but I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm running out of stories here, but I will. Uh, I will keep going as I'm the giver, and uh, I will just. Uh, I will just see. See what else I have here that I is interesting to me, but may not necessarily be interesting to you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Breaking up is hard to do, especially with your cigarette. What do I feel like, Paul Harvey? I feel like Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Good day. Breaking up is hard to do, especially with your stage two. Look, we had a lot. We had some great times together and a lot of fun. Natasha Bishop said, "Now I feel like we are moving in different directions, and I need to end this relationship." With that, she crushed her final smoldering cigarette across the remaining pack of camels out the window. After a ten-year relationship, Bishop broke up with her cigarettes. Even with nicotine gums, patches, prescription drugs, cessation classes, 
Many struggle with quitting even as leader of the free world. <clears throat> CNN Health asked iReport contributors what, they, what advice they would give to the president about quitting tobacco. This is a news story. Wow, I should, I should really read these news stories before I put them on the air. In a news call summer, President Obama said he is 95% cured of his smoking habit. He said, as a former smoker, I constantly struggle with it. The president said, I've fallen off the wagon. Ain't kidding me. This summer, the president signed a new legislation giving the FDA the power, the power, he likes giving these government agencies power, the power to regulate the manufacturing, marketing, and tobacco products. Last week, the FDA opened its new Center for Tobacco Products, which will enforce advertising restrictions and set public health strategies to reduce illnesses and deaths caused by tobacco products. And it was established shortly after the passage of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, which enables the FDA to review tobacco products before they can be sold. Wow, that story is boring me already. <coughs> Let's see what else I have here. I guess I should read this one. <laughs> uh, shout out to Annie in the chat room. Welcome, Annie, to the chat room. I'm just going to mention this because I'm just going to mention this once. Oh, wait a minute. i got three minutes left. Should I keep going? I'm going to throw this out to the chat room. I should keep going to the hour there. If not, I will I will end in three minutes. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can uh, find my switchboard here. Uh, all of you can talk amongst yourselves. As I to get this thing to uh, come up here. All right, so hit that and hit that. All right, so we'll do that. So we won't go right to the top of the hour, but we'll uh, we'll go a little bit more here. I'll I'll talk about this story right here. See what's uh, see what you have. So if you haven't heard about this, the latest in the Michael Jackson story. Coroner officially rules Michael Jackson's death a homicide. The Los Angeles County Coroner has Michael Jackson died of, of acute, acute propofol intoxication with a handful of other drugs also contributing to the singer's death. The coroner's office officially the death as a homicide. The drugs propofol and lorazepam, otherwise known as Ativan, were found to be the primary drug responsible for Mr. Jackson's death. The coroner's office said in a statement Friday, other drugs detected were uh, mid-ad... Oh, I, should be, I should know how to say these. Mid-azolam, diazepam, or Valium, lidocaine, and epinephrine. Those are probably when they were uh, a patient or uh, you know, CPR and all that good stuff. The drugs listed are typically used to treat anxiety and insomnia. The Jackson issued a statement following the coroner's release. The Jackson family again wishes to commend the action of the LAPD and other law enforcement agencies and looks forward to the day that justice can be served. Law enforcement sources previously 
said that uh, Jackson's personal physician, Dr. Conrad Murray, yeah, this guy's gone, admitted he gave the singer intravenous anesthetic propofol to help him sleep just hours before his death. Law enforcement source told uh, news agencies that Murray will be charged with manslaughter in Jackson's death. A spokeswoman for the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office denied the prosecutors had uh, decided to charge Murray at request of the L.A. County District Attorney. The final coroner's report, including complete toxicology report, will remain on security hold until their uh, investigations are complete, the coroner's statement. So there you go. Now, following this story, probably the star of trial when it's going to come up is the not this uh, cardiologist uh, Conrad Murray guy. It's going to be these the uh, his uh, dermatologist. That's where dermatologist who, who I've been reading uh, was uh, writing uh, prescriptions to himself, meaning he was the, the dermatologist was writing prescriptions to himself and uh, distributing them to other people out there. Uh, so, so yeah, and there's another story here. At least nine doctors who treated Michael Jackson on vacation. No fewer than nine doctors from California, New York, Nevada, Texas, and Florida, some of whom have been sanctioned or suspended by their state medical center of the extensive prescription drug program. Investigators tried to piece together Jackson's medical history, and uh, they list all these guys' names here. <clears throat> the key guy is going to be looking like this, uh, Dr. Arnold Klein, dermatologist, Beverly Hills. So uh, I don't know if it's in this story here. I'm going to try to find here. Uh, I think it was another story I was reading. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. So, uh, Andy's leaving the chat room, so uh, we'll see you at the top of the hour there, Andy, and welcome to the Reverend Rock Dog to the show. Uh, also doing his uh, pregame stretching stretching before the Andy and live show. I know he's been uh, working at a, I don't even know what that means. Uh, so yeah, so uh, thank you for, to Reverend Rock Dog for uh, joining the, uh, the pregame show here. Uh, let's see here. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to take one more break. I'm going to do a few more stories. I'm going to end early here this evening so uh, we can all get ready for the top of the hour. Uh, for the Andy and Burl live show. So uh, we'll be right back here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to do one final push here. And now we'll take one final drink from my coffee here. If you want to see me doing that, just go to dranonymous.tv and I will show you my uh, Starbucks cup there. So uh, we will be right back if I can find my music here. Don't go anywhere.
a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. And think of the summers of the past. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back cause it's summertime. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show, Improving Your Health Just by Listening. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to do a couple of uh, more stories here, and then then we will close it up here for the evening. So so if you've got a computer, if a computer mysteriously ended up in your possession (laughs) for whatever reason, would you give it back? Oh, don't ask uh, don't ask West Virginia. <laughs> uh, state government says no thanks to mystery laptops. This is from Charleston, West Virginia, from the Associated Press. Even in tight budgetary times, a growing handful of state governors are proving too wary to accept laptop computers that have shown up at their offices this unsolicited. The FBI was investigating after the governor's offices in West Virginia, Vermont, Wyoming, and Washington State. It's that Washington State that's popping up again. Three and five laptops, but none had ordered any of them. They immediately raised the red flag, said Matt Turner. Matt Turner, spokesman for the West Virginia uh, governor. Janshin, no one said, hey, we got a free gift. Well, laptops were made by Hewlett-Packard or came from its compact brand. The world's leading PC maker said it told law enforcement that it intercepted and turned around similar deliveries ordered for six additional states. Uh, Yeah. Each governor's office reports that machines arrived in two separate shipments earliest on August 3rd. And the, government, the governor's office said the paperwork with one of its shipments ordered July 22. <laughs> Once the shipment came, we realized there was an error in the process, and we sent them back to the company. West Virginia has become particularly potential scams. Earlier this year, someone ran up a $475,000 on uh, uh, on a state licensing board's phone bill after it was mistakenly posted, its conference, I can't, I, I just told him it's up the end of the story. Just uh, delete the last 30 seconds because <laughs> I, just, I just messed that up. But you get the point out there, kids. You get the point out there, people. All right, one more story, then we're out of here. Some of our friend of waters, Lynn, Berlin. I had to translate the story into English. I know what that means. Uh, Lego giraffe tail repeatedly stolen. 
Visitors to a tourist attraction in Bloran have been making off with an unusual memento, a 30-centimeter-long tail of a Lego giraffe. The Lego tail belongs to a 6-meter-tall model that stood outside the entrance to the Legoland Discovery Center uh, since 2007. It's a popular souvenir. The center said Tuesday, it's been stolen four times now. It's been stolen four times now. The tail is made out of 15 tactical bricks. It takes model workers about one week to restore it at a cost of 3,000 euros, which is about $1. No, I'm just kidding. $4,300, the spokesman said. <laughs> so they've been stolen four times. That's a new story. <laughs> oh, man. That's right. So, well, that's it, kids. That's, uh, I am out of gas. <laughs> I am out of stories. I am out of things to talk about. So, <clears throat> so closing things up, a shout-out to some shows here before the top of the hour here. So, of course, the top of the hour is the Annie and Burrow Live Show here on Block Talk Radio. And uh, I will be there tonight just hanging out. And uh, at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern is the show, blogtalkradio.com slash autobox. So that's going to be a good time. And Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, the Woodshed Radio Show, comedian Kevin Kraft will be there from the last comic standing. That is going to be a good time there. So uh, so that's all I have here. Join me, uh, let's see, coming up on Thursday night. It's September already, kids. Can you believe that? September. Thursday, September 3rd at 9.30 p.m. It'll be 9 p.m. coming up on Thursday. Author Brandis Schnabel, good friend of mine who I met at uh, PodCamp Ohio, she has... Uh, She's an author now. It is, uh, she has composed a book of poetry. She's very excited about that. We'll be talking about that. It's called This Groove. And uh, you can find her blog or website at brandis.net. So she'll be coming up on the show on Thursday, September 3rd, show number 114. It'll be 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's all I got, kids. So I'm going to take a little break here before the top of the hour. Thank you all for joining me here tonight. You can uh, join me at uh, DrAnonymous.com. Become my Facebook friend or Facebook fan, Dr. Matt. You can become my Facebook fan of the show. And you can subscribe to the show by going to DrAnonymous.org. I want to thank everybody for joining me. I want to thank Skype for not screwing up. I want to thank Block Talk Radio for not uh, messing up my audio, but my video is still kind of a problem. But it's okay. <laughs> So, so thanks, everybody, uh, for joining me. I will see you at Annie and Burrow Live and also the Auto Box Show tonight and uh, uh, Woodshed Radio Show on tomorrow night and back here on Thursday night here for Dr. Anonymous Show. Good night from the Buckeye State. I will close with this song, and I will try to finish my Starbucks coffee here. All of you are the best. tonight from Northeastern Ohio, and have a good weekend. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. 
Don't hurt me no more. 